Now more than ever, it's so important that we foster and develop emotional intelligence. But did you know that needs are closely linked to emotions? And that when we know our needs and the more we fulfill them, the calmer and happier we are? Hashtag 52 Needs is a podcast that provides insights into how we can all make this happen. My name is Angela Heiser. I'm a professional coach and facilitator. And each week a guest joins me to discuss a different human need and how we can all improve and foster our emotional intelligence. Welcome to 52 Needs, hashtag 52 Needs. And this week is all about clarity. And I'm very happy to have with me Susie Scullin, who has a Bachelor in Interior Design, but much more importantly, she is an expert in organization and decluttering. And she knows about clarity in a very different way. So I'm really looking forward to talking to her about why it is so important that we have a clear environment or the effect rather of clutter on our mind and on our, onto our mental clarity. Welcome, Susie. Hi, Angela, thank you. So tell us all about how do you feel when you declutter? Awesome. <laughs> I feel <laughs> awesome. I, have, um, I actually have an admission on my website that sometimes I leave a room to get a bit untidy in my house because I love the feeling I get from tidying up, you know. Lovely, <laughs> so, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, I just love it. That's, I love it. So, that's why yeah. I like doing it for other people. Great. So what are the benefits of decluttering? Well. Other than finding things. I was about to say, you can find stuff. <laughs> um, it's, it's very, um, it's a healthy thing in that the brain can only handle so much. Mm. So um, when we tend to, when we get overwhelmed, we can get overwhelmed just from what's going on in life. And then you add a whole pile of stuff around you in the house um, or the office or whatever, and it just gets to be too much. Mm. Your brain your brain is trying to deal with, you know, um, you've got to pick up the kids from school and somebody's got to take them to soccer, that you haven't got the groceries, what are you going to cook? dinner, um, the project you're working on right now has just gone pear-shaped, um, you know, so you've got all those things going on. You bring some of that back, uh, you know, you've got all of that stress and tension when you come home and you walk into the house and it's, you know, uh, bombs hit it. Yeah. Um, and your brain sees all that clutter, that visual clutter also impacts. So then you've just added now another stress. Yes. So it's, it's, it's simply one less stress to have in your life if the place, be it your office or your house, is neat and tidy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Very, that's great um, for common areas. I mean, I'm all in favor of, you know, like when you share it, especially when you share it with either roommates, housemates or with family. So I have the common areas clean, the kitchen organized, the laundry room and all of that. But what about the, the personal space, you know, the personal bedroom or children's bedrooms? Because yep. yep. children, children, you know, they, they fly a little bit differently, don't they? They do, they do. But pop, just popping back to your own bedroom, Mm -hmm. Very important for that uh, not to have clutter because there's been studies show that it impacts your um, sleeping. Oh, does it? Uh, yes. If you're in a uh, messier or cluttered room, you, you don't sleep as well. Oh, wow. Got, yeah. If you've got sleep issues, that um, can be a cause. 
Okay. So now I'm really curious. So if I have a really clean bedroom, but my wardrobe is full of clothes that I've never, I haven't worn in years or things that I don't really need anymore, but I've just shoved into it. What about that? That's going to impact every time you open that up to get something out in the morning. It's, it's there going, Oh God, this is a mess. And you've got that, you know, I haven't worn all this stuff, but you're hoping you'll get back into it or Mm. what or not. It all has an impact. So you can hide, <laughs> you can hide the wardrobe and, and hey, that's a step forward. If you've got everything else in the bedroom tidied up and it's looking good, that will help you sleep well. But there's going to be that thing in the back of your head because we use our wardrobes every day. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's another area that does need to be. Yeah. So a lot of people just let it accumulate. I mean, that's how we get into, you know, like really, like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I love cleaning up and I love taking things away. I lived out of a suitcase for four years, so I know exactly yeah. how to get, you know, I don't need a lot. And I think I've got much more than I actually need. But um, I know people who have garages full of stuff they never yeah. throw out. Yeah. Um, but I was going to ask a question and now I can't remember what it was because this is, I just went to, to a sideways tangent. Yeah, what we were talking about, we were, um, bedrooms, wardrobes. No. Uh, I wanted to actually ask you uh, whether purposeful clutter, you know, like things where we say, okay, I might need this in a year. Is that stuff you want to keep or do you want to throw it out? Um, well, here's the thing. It, first of all, there's a limit to how much space you've got. I mean, how much space that you're also living in it easily and comfortably. I mean, mm. we can fill our houses up for sure, um, but, you know, that doesn't really work. Um, with when you're deciding about items, you need to look at: Am I still using it? Some things you only use once a year, your Christmas gear. Mm. Okay, but do I still use this? Um, and what's the cost to replace it if I, you know, if I get rid of it and then I need it in a year's time? Yeah. So it's weighing those things up: How much space do I have? Um, you know, can I get to it? when I need it so again the rule is the less you use something the more awkward the space you can have it stored in you know it might be up in the attic or something like that um so that's a difficult one to answer you know you you need to look at what that item is and its value and do you ever when was the last time you used it so Mm. I really sort of think if you haven't used something for a couple of years chances are you can live without it, you know. Um, If you know, and you know, you know, (laughs) you know if you're going to use this ever again, you know. Um, So that's really what you need to base the decision on is is being realistic about that not going up yeah so what about the the what's her name um Marie Kondo what about her method you know the does it still spark joy I mean I have to admit I did that I have been sitting and hugging sweaters to my chest and going does it will still spark joy only to discover three months after I threw it out damn why did I throw this out it's I really like that because at the moment in the space that I was in it didn't spark joy yeah yeah well, um, yeah, look, it, it's a great technique. Um, there are, you know, some flaws depending on the situation. It's applicable in some situations. Uh, I mean, in, in some spaces, you don't have the room to pile all mm. of the one category of stuff together and go yeah. through it. So it's, it's sort of a practical thing. But, it, you know, it is a, it's a lovely technique. 
uh, in many ways. Um, with the spark joy, well, some things are just plain practical. So it's not about joy, is it? Yeah. <laughs> this thing I use, you know, kind of thing. My vegetable peeler does not necessarily spark joy. Spark joy, but it does the job <laughs> and you use it every day. Um, but other things, you know, I, I'm personally actually going through this at the very moment. I'm moving um, mm. and I've started doing all of that. And I've been living where I am now nine years. Um, and, and I tend to, you know, naturally clear things out and declutter on a fairly regular basis. Uh, but I've been really surprised. You open a, something up that's got all your treasures in. Um, something now I've had, I've, I've got a chest that I've had for, oh, God, it'd have to be 25 years. Mm -hmm. You know, it's had the same stuff in there. I'm now reviewing it because I'm downsizing to a smaller place and I now really need to look at mm. how much of this stuff do I really need to keep. The, the yeah. excuse has been it fits in this chest, so it's all good. Yeah. Now it's deciding, you know. So it's, uh, you know, it's looking. I went through photos on the weekend, um, and it was okay. Well, that's really not a very good photo. I'm not seeing the dog's face, or you know, it's blurry or whatever. Come on, let's get realistic. You know, yeah. pick out those favorites. So um, it is harder for some people than others. But I am surprised with a lot of my clients how decisive they can be once they get started it's like you know what no yeah they've just been making excuses all this time for why they kept something so generally you can tell in your case with the the blouse I understand that and I've, I've certainly thrown out plenty of things where you go where the heck is that <laughs> so they go, oh I must have gotten somebody a charity somebody else in the city is wearing it because it donated it to charity or whatever um you know these things are going to happen it's just how life is I guess mm -hmm. You can only make the decision at the time. Yeah. Based on what so, so what do you recommend? How? What is the best way to keep a clutter-free environment? Because I know that it's really easy to postpone and say, I'll get to that later. Again, push it into the wardrobe or into the cupboard and just say, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yep. With wardrobe, seasons are a great idea. Mm -hmm. um, and when it comes to that whole concept of keeping things neat and tidy, It really is about habits. Yeah. Um, there's uh, a lady I was speaking with recently. She goes, look, I'm, I'm good with the organizing. I can organize stuff. She said, it's maintenance. Mm. And that's, that's the trick. You know, we create these, what we think is a really great system. We went and bought the, the drawers and the storage things and we put all the stuff in there, but then we don't maintain it. And sometimes that's partly we we haven't bothered to implement the habit or the schedule or the routine. Mm. And the other can be that the uh, storage thing that you chose or the way you chose to do it actually doesn't suit how you work. You've copied yeah. um, an idea from somewhere, but that doesn't work for you and your family. That's not how you function because mm. you're more visual, um, so on and so forth. So there's sort of you need to assess how do I function mm -hmm. and what's the way I function yeah. as far as a organization. I, I always say I mean I've heard that they say well do, do five minutes here and do five minutes there you know and and I've tried that do the scheduling you know like this week is the bathroom next week is the kitchen and it doesn't work for me I just I mean I what I do is 
I mean, I do this, but I don't do it on that reg regiment in that regimented kind of way. Yeah. What I like doing actually is if I have something that I'm working on, like I'm, I'm writing something or I have to think about something and I haven't come to a conclusion yet. That's when I go open up a drawer and start reorganizing it, because in the process of reorganizing it and doing that, that mindless task, it sort of starts organizing my mind as well. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if that works for you, fantastic. You know, and, and you get it done. Um, it really is horses for courses. You know, for some people, uh, I think with um, busy families and so on and so forth, to schedule in um, a time yeah. that certain things get done. I was with a client late last year, and they, you know, with several three kids, I think they've got all the kids' artwork. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that, um, and what they do is, I think. Is it once a month they would go through, sit down with the kids and pick out the favourites and, you know, the rest went. And then once a year they would pick out the best of those from the year and those were what got kept, you know. And mm -hmm. I imagine over time then some of that might also get culled and so on and so yeah. forth. So, um, you know, for some people because they tend to avoid, it can be worth them putting that, you know, scheduled time. So, mm. I mean, I would have thought they're going to be, the bigger the family, the more often, but there's going to be those several occasions throughout the year. But mm -hmm. certainly once a year, there would be plenty to do in a house. Keep yeah. you occupied for a weekend, you know, getting things tied in and sorted. Yeah. Uh, generally. Absolutely. So do you have any tips for us where you go, okay, if you really want to create clarity and declutter, what is the one principle that you go we all not I don't like shoulds but the one thing that we that we could all live by that would really make a difference oh you've caught me out on that one I always there's so many things um to think about but the first thing that always comes to my mind is time is an is no excuse Mm. so um that one where people are going well i don't have time for that now i'll put it off uh doesn't work it's not an excuse mm. it's just not an excuse um so i would be inclined to definitely ignore that just just ignore time as an excuse mm -hmm. because uh people that had there were people that were home for three months last year during lockdown and still hadn't dealt with their clutter and had been using i don't have enough time at home as the reason why they had so much clutter and here they were still surrounded by clutter and that had three months yeah you know? um so start my my um, yeah that would definitely be it. Just start. The number of times I've walked into a client's place and they go, I, I don't know where to start, and I literally walk over and just pick something up and go, Where's this belong? What should we do with this? Is this the bin? Is this the? And then I pick up the next thing, mm -hmm. and the next thing, and the next thing, and I walk away. Two hours later, the place is looking a whole heap better, and I'm thinking to myself, They could have done that. Mm. themselves just pick something up and start 
It's yeah. as simple as that. It really is. Just pick anything up. It, it doesn't matter. Just anything. Because <laughs> if, it's, if it's all a part of a big mess, everything's a part of that big mess. Mm. So the coffee cup you just drank has now become part of the environment. Pick that coffee cup up and go, okay, well, that gets washed. Put back in the cupboard or put it in the dishwasher with everything else at the moment. Turn around and go, okay, there's that other thing on the table and just start. Yeah. Just start. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, get, instead of waiting until you get to that state of overwhelm, just re, reframe it and saying, it's my strategy for clearing my mind. Yes. I, and I love that of yours. That's, that's, I mean, it's a brilliant technique for getting unstuck mm. in those moments. Um, but the other is that those that um, I, I don't have time to do that now, or I'll put this off until I have time, but you haven't well, scheduled time. It never happens. So just pick up something now. So yeah. it is the only, like you mentioned that doing five minutes here and there doesn't work for you, um, but you're doing it at a specific uh, time of need, if you will. Yeah. But sometimes, it, it, you know, instead of doing that couple of minutes on Facebook while you're waiting for the kids to get dressed or something like that, pick mm. a few things up and put them away. Every yeah. few minutes that you do that, um, you know, it all helps. There's also a technique, I think it's called in psychology, it's called bundling, where you do one thing that you don't like doing and you combine it with something that's more pleasurable, but it's something yeah. that you you really need to do. Like, for example, I mean, my thing is, is I get on the stepper and I allow myself to watch some Netflix and I, I have yeah. to do so many minutes on the stepper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you could, I mean, I, there are a lot of people who listen to audio books or podcasts and you, and it's really easy to do that, combine that. I do that. Yes. You know? And yeah, I, I, I just listen to something or I even watch out of the corner of my eye if it's a, if it's a documentary or something where the visuals don't really matter that much to really use that time to clean up. Yeah. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you aren't a highly busy person or whatever, uh, it can be that, all right, if I do, 15 minutes of decluttering uh, and I mean it can be pretty overwhelming stuff so I get that if I do 15 minutes non-stop I get to watch xyz of yeah. my favorite whatever you know um, as you get better you can watch it while you declutter you know <laughs> without getting distracted so um, yeah definitely I, I love the bundling idea um, I read a really great book uh, recently called Atomic Habits um, and uh, he speaks to this on in actually lots of really, really great um, techniques, a book worth reading. Um, and that sort of thing is one of them. Combine something you don't like doing but you need to mm. do and make a habit of and combine it with something else that you're naturally already doing or, you know, that gives you satisfaction or whatever and just yeah. add it on to the end, you know. Yeah. Um, on kind of things so there's a good few techniques mm. um but some ways it sort of comes back a little bit to discipline in the end you know just yeah. um but you definitely benefit from it you feel so much better absolutely i mean we need clarity it's it's we can't you know as you said you know it gets into overwhelm and and we get to a place where we can't really cope anymore so having a clutter-free environment or dare i say a clear environment Whatever clear means to everybody, but again, yeah, exactly. Look, some people, to, yeah, yeah, some people like more decoration around. Um, yeah. I recently saw a photo of uh, a woman uh, that you know inside their house, um, and 
people, there were a lot of responses on the, the thing that I thought were really awful and inappropriate. You know, isn't that awful? There's too much stuff. Blah, blah, blah. But when you had a really good look, it was a clean, sparkling clean, tidy house. It's just that her decor was, you know, it, it's not the minimalist. It's not the thing that might be the fashion or whatever. Yeah. Clearly she loved it because it was clean and tidy. Um, and it was just a, a style that she liked, but it was sort of a bit, you know, um, for a lot of people kind of a little overwhelming um, to look at, but it wasn't actually clutter mm. at all. It was it's just a style, you know, uh, and that, that doesn't suit the next person necessarily. Yeah. You know? and, and minimalism doesn't suit, doesn't suit me. I've spoken to this on one of my posts, you know, that having hardly anything around, it's like, that doesn't work for me, you know. <laughs> I like it. I like my, you know, trinkets here and there and so on and so forth. So it's what works for you. Yeah. You'll know what your level is. Well, that's a good way to close this. Um, thank you so much, Susie. Um, so welcome. by all means, find your own level of clarity, everybody, and decide how much of how many things you need and when you need them and how often you need them. And then decide on, you know, when you need to get rid of them. And, um, you know, and in the meantime, enjoy having a clear mind. That's Thank it. you. I'll see you all soon. better with a clear mind. Yeah. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> see Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Hashtag 52 Needs with me, Angela Heise. These podcasts are not created to provide answers, but to invite you to explore your own needs and discover what works for you. Find out more about my coaching and emotional intelligence programs by following Into Possibilities on Instagram at AngelaHeise.com and at my YouTube channel. And I'd love it if you shared this podcast with your friends, work colleagues and family. And I'll see you next time.